listening to TJ Talks. Yep, okay. Welcome to TJ Talks. I'm your host, Judd. And with me always is... I'm Teresa! <laughs> I got it right! Man. <laughs> well, that was the 35th time... No. No. <laughs> Not at all. That the thirty first on the thirty first try, that, I got it right. Yeah. Well, this is episode thirty one of TJ Talks, and uh, welcome. We have a great show lined up. This is the cut your thumb off episode. <laughs> cut your thumb off. It's the nine fingered episode. Oh my gosh. Yeah, we I, need to get into that. I know. So, so that's the crazy thing that happened to me this week. Is I cut my finger. And had to get some uh, stitches. So we'll be talking a little bit about that. Let's see. We we nailed it. Debt ceiling. We, we, well, you did. I I was going total Y2K extremist. They're not going to do it. It's going to be Armageddon. Liquidated my 401k. I decided I'm not staying in this market. <laughs> Man. Max out your credit cards, everybody, because we're going for broke. We're going for broke. Yeah, what was what difference would it have made, right, if it hadn't have passed? I know. and uh, But there's there actually is some conversation to be had about the debt ceiling. And it's a, I think it's an important topic to cover. Oh, yeah, definitely. It certainly brought to the attention of the public this whole idea of, of well, more so the attention of the deficit. Mm-hmm. Attention and, deficit, I guess that's what we got. <laughs> att- yes, attention deficit. <laughs> Attention deficit disorder. Now we know exactly right. what that is. Mm. And what else do we have to talk about? Anything? Anything? What else do we have to talk about? Well, I'm drinking out of my Trenta sized Starbucks cup and I learned some good information about the Trenta sized Starbucks cup. So we'll share that. Okay. And our topic of the day is, is uh, procrastination. Yeah, so, we'll talk about that later. Maybe. <laughs> No, we should talk about it. I am, um, this week something changed in my life and I've actually taken several bulls by the horns and made some, some things happen that I've been putting off for a while. So it, it does give you such a good feeling when you get stuff done that you've been putting off. Cool. That, that sounds like we're going to have some good conversation there. This episode <laughs> of TJ Talks is brought to you by the Roadkill Cafe. <laughs> Just remember, if you hit it, <laughs> we'll cook it. <laughs> that's right. You know, that that's funny that the only sponsors we can get are made-up ones. But, yeah, I think we should make some sponsors up. Just think of stuff when you're, you know, in, betwe- right. in that in-between time. I can time. always think of the ones like on Car Talk, uh-huh. Click and Clack, you know, their law offices of Dewey, Cheatham, and Howe, and, uh-huh. you know, all those fun ones. We may have to pilfer some of those before we get our own. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, well, let's get into this. Okay. Right? Yeah, all right. So we're going to talk, talk in the thumb. So here Yes. Okay, explain. Nobody can see this, but we Skype with each other and we can see Judd has a severely wrapped thumb on your right hand, right? Yes. Are you right or left-handed generally? I'm right-handed generally. So you are completely impaired. I, yeah, I'm totally impaired. This is like <laughs> disability. <laughs> 
Yeah, you need to be milking this, my friend. Yes, no. So explain what happened, because I don't even know. All I saw was this horrific picture on Twitter of your bleeding thumb, and then you contemplating whether or not you should go to the doctor. Well, and It, it yeah. wasn't, it, what you saw was, it was already wrapped, and it, there was blood around the bandage. It was disgusting, yes. I don't want to see that. <laughs> well, I th it was actually as good as it was, because there was much more blood. It bled for four hours. Well, your thumb's always going to do that, right? Because it's that pulse point anyway. Uh, that's so what I'm thinking. Did you try to keep it above your head? Did you do anything? Oh, yeah. I had it above my head, like, the entire time. I mean, I have a nurse on call. Oh, that's right. Yeah, you had trained medical people with you. I did. And so I, they had my my hand on ice the whole time. Okay. Yeah. And, kind and of, I, yeah. Was, I got to, like, 9 o'clock at night because it had happened about 545. And I was like, you know what? This is a bunch of crap. The thing right. is still bleeding, and it's bleeding enough that I'm thinking, you know what? It needs to be properly cleaned. It needs to be, it needs to be sewn up. Yeah. It, and I, so, how did you cut it? Well, I have a, I, I don't know what you call it, Julian slicer thing. It's right, what, it's right. this little board that you can and you slide the veggies on, right? Yeah, you change out yes. the blades. Well, the one that I was using was the V cut, uh -huh. and that V cut you know, gives you nice thick slices and I was cutting carrots. And as I took the carrot across and I went, you know, bam, 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 it got low and then it slipped and my hand slipped and because, you know, the little holder that holds uh, vegetables yeah. that doesn't hold carrots. You have to kind of do that by hand. Right. So is right. It, yeah. So anyways, it was like son of a, you know, and of course, uh, you know, being a non-medical person myself, the first thing that I did was I stuck the darn thumb in my mouth. Oh! <laughs> to only okay, this is why you love True Blood. Okay, uh, yeah, all right, this uh, is starting yeah. to make a lot more sense. Uh, yeah, so I was healing myself. <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. Yep. And. Uh, mm -hmm. Wow. So okay, so then you was it was not your first instinct to run it under cold water or whatever. No, no, Ugh. no. I, you know, why, why is that something that people... Yeah, okay. Really, see, that would not be something that you would do. I don't think so. Really? Yeah, I don't think I would ever do that and then go, mm, you'd no. never, You'd never lick your wounds? I don't believe so, no. You never, I mean, now that you say I mean, I really have to think I would, I would... Especially if I was in the kitchen, I would have just probably immediately went to the sink and turned it on. But, yeah. Okay. Well, you know, and I I should Google it because I, I believe I remember listening to some science talk podcast where they were talking about there's enzymes in your saliva, which I'm probably being told that I'm full of shit. <laughs> no, no, no. I think you're right, actually. I think there is something to that. Or it's that whole, you could have urinated on it. I'm sure that would have sterilized. Hey, hey now. That, that, okay. <laughs> now. Now it's out of control. <laughs> Yes, it's not a jellyfish thing, for God's sakes. It's yes. just, you know, a cut thumb. Right. Uh, at least I didn't put any rubbing alcohol on it. <laughs> so, because I'm, I'm looking it up. Yeah, take your time. Look it up. It says, the straight dope. Is it healthy, literally, to lick your wounds? <laughs> and, uh, hmm. Okay, here's that. This is... Uh, no, I'm going to Wikipedia, the source of all knowledge on the internet, all factual knowledge, as you know. 
Yes. Of actual, uh, actual knowledge, because uh, if it's Most wrong, resource. if it's wrong, I can change it. Right. <laughs> <laughs> it says it is an instinctive response in humans and many other animals to an injury. Uh, dogs, cats, rodents and primates all lick wounds. There is a common folk belief that animal saliva, especially that of dogs, has healing properties for human wounds, and there are a number of legends surrounding the healing properties of human and animal saliva. And then it says here, wound licking can clean wounds and accelerate healing, so it can be thought of as a form of animal self-medication. There are a number of components of saliva that have been shown by scientific research to act against infection or to promote wound healing. In contrast to the benefit of wound licking, there is also serious risk of infection due to the introduction of bacteria and other disease organisms into the wound, and animals may exacerbate wounds by excessively licking them. So, right. I don't That's know. why they wear those cones over their heads. <laughs> Indeed. Indeed. <laughs> but, okay, so it said animals. Did that apply to all humans then, too, or no? Should I take the assumption that it applies to humans if it's animals? We are. Oh, animals. Yes, no, it said, it said humans. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, good for you. So you did the right thing. Um, no, well, no, because I, well, at right, I cleaned it out right after. So it <laughs> was underwater. But that thing was like going, you know. I bet. It, it was like one of these episodes from one of these, com- like a, a Penn and Teller comedy thing where the pen, pen cuts his hand and it goes, squirting all over the place. It made me think of an itchy and scratchy. <laughs> oh, yeah. You know how, like, itchy and scratchy on The Simpsons if somebody gets, you know, mm-hmm. knifed or whatever, there's the spurting, yes. Mm-hmm. All right, so, bottom line, did you finish cooking dinner? No, no. <laughs> oh, oh, great, so nobody got to eat just because you got a little bit hurt? Right, well, you know, they had to make their own dinner, and then, of course, me, I, I didn't get dinner made for me. Well, no. Why would you have that? Yes. <laughs> I, but I ended up making myself a TV dinner. Ah, uh, uh-huh. yeah. the TV dinner. I haven't heard it called that in a long time. That's funny. really you got you don't. What do you call it? Well, you know what? I only eat like lean cuisine, so I just call them that. When oh, it's frozen food. So, did so, you have like a hungry man TV dinner? No, I had a, a lean cuisine. But you call it a TV dinner? I, so I call, yeah. I, if it's frozen, it's a, and it's a meal. It's a TV dinner. Right. To me, it would be banquet TV dinner, or uh-huh. the, like I said, the Swansons. I yeah. see. So you call it by the brand name whenever you say, oh, I'm having a, a, a Weight Watchers or a Lean Cuisine. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. And I so, just... okay, so nobody made you dinner and mm-hmm. then went, because you were on the fence about going to the hospital. Yes. And I'd... why were you on the fence? Well, because it, the bleeding had slowed down quite considerably. And it may it slowed have... Slowed down, but not stopped, right? It, it was still a little bit gushy and you know bleeding out the sides and i really didn't think that changing this dressing a lot more was going to make that big of a deal or would have been helpful plus i really was afraid that because it was such a deep wound that the infection could been introduced most definitely yeah So, so i wanted to reduce my chances of my thumb just becoming a muscular oozing mess Yes, thank you for that. Well, since you can't see things, I figured I'd make it as descriptive as possible. The nurse probably said you should go. Well, yeah. And did Jill say, yes, you should go to the doctor? No, she said no. She said no. She said no. (laughs) Oh, no. She said, is that the thumb that you use to mess with your phone? Uh. (laughs) 
<laughs> yes, I even tempted or texted you saying you have to get this treated because you have to be able to text and tweet and all that I, stuff. I, I so, know. Yeah. That, that's why. I, I, extra, you know, it, the, the, spare no expense. The thumb must be saved. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyways, I, right. did, I did. I went to the emergency room. Oh, by the way, I got my cookie. Cookies. Mm. You got cookies because you needed some comfort food. You've I, been I did. I did. Yes, I feel you on that. Yeah. <laughs> so. And where did you get the cookies? Did you get them from McDonald's? Did I you did. Have yeah. Good cookies. Yeah, I went to McDonald's, and they were. I didn't know they did that. They, I, I mean, I guess I knew they did, but. Well, they're kind of like those Otis Spunkmeyer cookies. That, yeah, yeah, yeah. Kind of like the cookies you get at uh, Subway. Right. Yeah. Okay. So. All right. Yeah. I'll have to try them. Yeah, well, they're 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 cookie. It's a cookie. You know, it's just so. And not you wouldn't go for the hot apple pie. You went for the cookie. I went for the cookie. I I, right, I needed a cookie. I, you know, sometimes you need that <laughs> chocolate chip. All you the way. Went to the doctor. Yes, you earned a cookie and a sticker. <laughs> yeah, I didn't get a sticker. Uh, t- tomorrow <laughs> I'll get my sticker. But. <laughs> All right. So then, what happened? You you go. Did you drive yourself over there? I got driven. I, I got okay, ta- I got taken, and nice. we, I actually went online and I. Uh, found out that they had call or computer ahead seating for the emergency room. Did this you- kills me that a that you have this option. I don't know that we have it out here. Uh-huh. So it's like um, making a reservation for a table at a fancy restaurant. That, that's right. That's right. I went on to the the hospital's website and I said, "Well, what's the wait in the ER?" I said, "Well, we can guarantee you a spot at ten o'clock, so that way you don't have to sit in an emergency room for just hang out." So it's basically. So it's the ER version of a fast pass. Yeah. Well, yeah. It's it's basically like walking up and signing your name on the the register, saying "Wait next." Okay. And so that way you basically don't have to sit there with a bunch of sick people. Right. Exposing you know. yourself to that. Yeah. Okay. All right, and I guess it helps them understand what the flow of patients are right. going to be. Right. Although and, for somebody who doesn't have a computer, that's kind of a bummer. Ah, uh, yeah. Too bad for them. <laughs> So, hey, it's so, year 2011. Get with it, people. That's right. Okay. So here I am with my busticated thumb, and I'm like with the fingers. Yeah, trying to type and not bleed all over your keyboard. Yeah, pulling out my my card and everything. My insurance <laughs> with your 47 card. digit number the, yeah. ID number and all that. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, hit that shift key. Uh, mm, yeah. You know, you never know how important that thumb is until you are not able to make maximum use of it. Even do, yeah. even doing simple things, tasks like turning keys, you use your thumb for everything. Use your thumb, yeah, so tying, true. Tying yeah. your shoes, all that stuff. Oh, yeah. Boy, that would be hard. I hadn't thought about all those things. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So, so once you got to your 10 p.m. appointment, how long did you wait? I didn't wait at all. They took me okay. right in, right in, bam. Through to their word. I love that. Straight, okay. straight in. Yeah. They weren't going to lose their five bucks. Extra for this? Yeah, five bucks. Only five bucks. Yeah. Okay, that's not bad. If it was more than that, then it would start to feel a little elitist or whatever. I don't know. Yeah, I agree. Okay. Five bucks gets you right in the door. Mm-hmm. Get a good table. Right. <laughs> I laid on the table. Oh, <laughs> uh, did they give you, were you in pain? You know, I wasn't in pain until they had two big injections in my hand. <laughs> okay, first of all, whenever you enter the hospital, you're always in pain, whether you're not just say you are because you want the Vicodin or you want the dark, whatever they're going to give you. Just uh, take it. Oh, I didn't get any. It was like, Oh, come on. Oh my gosh. Right. Yeah. Well, you know what? I should have gotten, I should have got a day, an extra day off of work. And then I would have went, but, but I had to go to work 
today, anyway. So, but it's okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, All right. I'm just, so, how many stitches later? Well, you know what? I was looking at it this morning. It looks like four. I thought it was five, but apparently it's four. All right. And then you have to have them removed. Yeah. Or can Jill just do that? She can do that. Okay. Nice. She has a suture removal kit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, she'll do You're it. Married to profession. That's nice. Yeah. Maybe that extra $5 fee. $5. Hell, I'll have to go for an office visit. And, you know, that's one thing to talk about is I would, I called my insurance company to find out how much is this thing going to cost me? What's mm-hmm. it, Do you know that a typical uh, ER visit in my location for this might run around $1,700? I'm not surprised. I'm still astonished at how ridiculous that is. But, yes. $1,700 to get a finger sewn? What the well, hell? What is that about three fifty a stitch? You know, I mean, I plus mean, you know, are yeah. You, are, and here's the thing that kills me is if we had a twenty four hour urgent care center, I would have right. went. I would have went. In fact, I looked around to call all of the urgent care centers in the area, and I could not find one that was even open. Right. Yeah, they have like business banking hours, nine to five kind of thing, right? Well, till six or okay, seven, whatever. between yeah. six and seven. And I'm thinking to myself, what's the point? Right. What you know, most people are not going to be able to go between the hours of nine till uh, five because they're working, and and the only people are going to go are that people who don't have a, a primary care physician. Right. Right. Or people that are on contract with their employer to go there and they get injured on the job. Well, right. That's that's yeah. all. But it doesn't do me any good. I mean, it doesn't help the average patient who just wants to avoid the chaos of the ER. Correct. Which, and you can't get into your regular doctor. Right. And that's the prime right. time that you should actually have a, an urgent care center open is between the hours of 6 and 12. Yeah, because that's – your, your emergency wasn't life-threatening. Yeah, it was painful. You could have bled out, I guess, if you hadn't done anything to stop the bleeding. Well, but for the most part, your injury was very treatable and it didn't have to be an ER. Right. And, I mean, I could have waited. I could have – waited till the next day and went to uh, urgent care and got seen right away and kept right. it wrapped overnight. And I'll tell you what, even after they sewn it and everything, it, it, it had bled through the bandage. That yes. You, I'm sure that's a bad spot so, right so, there. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, you know, I guess I've heard a friend of mine say, well, we actually have universal health care here because we have emergency rooms. And if you go to an emergency room, you will get treated. You'll get billed right. too. <laughs> You'll get billed, but you will get treatment. Yeah, but so, that's not that's not healthcare. That's not universal healthcare. That's uh, you know, damage your uh, financial and your your financial well being based upon something as stupid as this. So I have to make the decision. And for me, I've got reasonably decent healthcare, but it's still mm-hmm. this stupid thumb is probably going to cost me out of pocket three to four hundred dollars. Sure. Because you're deductible and all that stuff. Yeah. Yeah, until you... And that's with your good health insurance. Yeah, until you meet your deductible. Right, right. Yeah. And so... Yeah, it's interesting. Well, speaking of out-of-pocket, how about that debt ceiling? That what? <laughs> how about that debt ceiling? Oh, the debt ceiling. Dang it. <laughs> yes, we were breaking up for just a oh, moment. Was I, oh, sorry about yeah, that. No, it's it okay. Guy. Yeah. So, yeah, that yeah. debt ceiling. Mm. So, what was going on with the debt ceiling? They, they figured it out, and the president signed it, like, in a really hush-hush signing thing, right? Oh, was that right? I didn't know yeah. it was hush-hush. But you I know did. how they usually make a big deal out of a big bill signing, and there's a special pen, and he signs it, and then 
that somebody gets to keep the pen, and there's there's oh, a lot oh, of those. Oh, they, they, get, they get fifty pens, and then he signs like each letter with a different pen. Exactly, and, then, and that way that pen can be optioned or given or whatever, right. saying this is the president's pen. Um, but he signed it late last night, and there was no fanfare at all. It just it just got done. Well, you know the story on this, right? No. Well, well the, this is really uh, a sham. The whole thing is a sham. Okay. Right? Exactly. And this is the big conversation right now about the debt ceiling. Yes, we're, we're going to be able to make our bills. Uh, seniors are going to get Medicare, and they're going to get their Social Security, and the military is going to get paid, and blah, 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 blah. But we, the way it works is we're still going to reach that ceiling. Oh, yeah. This is not one of those deals where we cut any, you know, cut to the trillion dollars and we're going to actually work into a surplus and start paying off any debt. We're just, right. oh, no. we're just yeah. enabled ourselves to acquire more debt. It'd be like calling your credit card company and going, please, 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 please raise my credit limit. Yeah, exactly. Until 2013, right? Yeah. Some, or uh, yeah. Until the end of the election or whatever. And then they're right. going to do it again. Yeah. And but that's the next president's problem or Obama's problem again, if he gets reelected. Right. Now, I heard that the uh, Bush tax cuts will run out here very shortly, though. So he. Yeah, that's going to be on the table again. And if it doesn't get renewed, which I don't think it will this time, it will be interesting to see how that plays out. What I think is strange is Mm -hmm. that uh, Boner Boehner had a plan that was going to (laughs) cut. Sorry, it just rolls off your tongue that way, doesn't it? Mm. Um, To cut. Three million, mm-hmm. and then Reed had a plan to cut four million, or, or vice versa. I don't remember. It had to be more than it had to be more than millions. A billion, excuse me, whatever from the deficit, right? Uh-huh, right. And either way, all we got was one point nine five. It was yeah, it was like nothing. So it just it doesn't. I'm sorry, and it's trillions of dollars. What am I saying? Billions, it's trillions. So yeah. it just and over ten years, and it's really not even half of what was originally on the table. So for everyone saying this wasn't a win for the Democrats, which it wasn't, the things that aren't getting cut are wins for the Democrats, I guess. But as a Democrat who also feels we need to cut our deficit, it's a little bit, it's still disconcerting. Well, I believe that we have to sacrifice. This is the time that you say, buckle up, pilgrim, we're going to sacrifice. Yeah. And how do you do it? Pretty simple. You, you know, gas tax or gas some tax. sort something, you know? I, I mean, I think... Cigarette tax. Make those cigarettes 25 bucks a pack. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Watch the <laughs> crime rate go. But you know what? You know, a dollar for extra for gas or something like that. I don't think that's too terrible. And then cut... You know, find those wasteful services or whatever you have to do. Cut them. Pass a balanced budget. I think that's what should be a requirement. I mean, I don't think that's a liberal idea or a conservative idea. I think that's an American idea. I think there's an expectation upon your American family that we should say, balance your own budget, balance your checkbook, and we should expect the same of our lawmakers. But we do have to live in the reality of the fact that we may want that balance, but we can't always get it. We won't get it because when you need to spend money, mm-hmm. and like right now is the time where people need to spend money, the only people who have money is our government right now, right? I mean, 
No. Banks holding on to their seventy-six they're, billion dollars. They're not spending any of it. The banks aren't lending any of it. So the only people who can spend these large amounts seems to be the government. That's the only reason I say we can't balance it one hundred percent to the dime. Because when we need to expend this large amount of cash, like we did with the, um, what you know, what, with the big fix, yeah, then what, that's what we have to do. What country goes to war and doesn't spend? Uh, doesn't tax? That's the real question. Right. Uh, when, not just one war, but two wars. Two wars. And almost three. We, we we went to war and never even planned on paying for it. We just planned well, on... Yeah, he never even put it on the first budget. It's the war on credit is what it yes. is. <laughs> Hi. Yeah. I'd like to sponsor a war. You got an American Express card? <laughs> it's just crazy, isn't it? Yeah, really strange. Mm. Yeah, so so I don't know that it's resolved in a way that was anything other than dramatic. I don't mm -hmm. think anything is really going to get cut. I don't think anything is going to get fixed. I don't, you know. Mm -hmm. I guess hang tight till the next one. Yeah, yeah. I, but I wonder what's going to be the next thing, the big thing to talk about politically because, you know, I mean, that's so focused right now. And then something else will happen and it will capture everybody's moment and we'll forget that we even have a debt problem. Right. Well, yes, they've got to take the, the spotlight off of this and dangle some keys or something shiny for us quickly because people are really focused on this right now. And I think if they don't do, yeah, something big's going to happen. So yeah, they'll go. <laughs> Creation. Start another war. Do something. Yeah. Yeah. Wagging the dog. Or wagging the tail. That's it, exactly. Right. Mm. All right. Well, do we dare talk about first procrastination yet? Oh, my God. I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. No, yes. Let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. So, are you a, a, a reader of self help books or motivational stuff? Sure. Absolutely. Of course. My, that, yeah. Uh, I, I did uh, some of my degree stuff was in sociology. So, I definitely okay. have. Okay. Yeah. Do you have motivational people that you like and follow or listen to or whatever? Mm, not really. I tend to like more books and and philosophies rather than people. So Tony Robbins in his crazy lurch-like way doesn't motivate you? No, I, I, I rather go for the message than the messenger. Okay, all right, all I'm, right, that's, that's true. So, like, right now I have on my cube at work the four agreements that I look yes. at every day. Right. And so I think that's kind of cool. And it doesn't really matter where it came from, and I don't care if it's some whatever it is. I think that the, they are by themselves very good things to aspire to. I agree with you. Yes. Yes. So, okay, so veering back towards towards procrastination like can you think of one thing right now that you should have done a while ago that you still haven't done because you just keep putting it off oh yeah i i need to get my books balanced for the uh for the condo association well not really balanced i need to make sure that my paperwork's in order is I, what i should say because i'm getting ready to uh, uh have some issues there and, and i need to make sure that i can provide a good quality paperwork for uh, that so. Right. And it's one of those things where probably you know that all the paper's in a box or a pile or a thing somewhere, right? Just, and you just got to make sure it's all right. That's all. Right. I'll, I'll audit myself, basically. And if you were realistic about it, how long would it take you to do 
four hours. Four hours. Yeah, there's. It's, you really think it's gonna be four hours of nonstop looking at that? Yeah. Is it really four hours, or is it more like maybe ninety minutes? No, it's. Uh, it, I, I bet it's less. <laughs> I have to go through two years of bank statements and uh, make sure that the, all the numbers are correct. Oh, all right. Well, then that's that's different. <laughs> yeah. But my thought is that generally, when I put something off doing it, it's mm-hmm. because I'm so not. I'm so not ready to do it because I think it's going to take more time than it takes. Mm-hmm. So, and then I actually do the thing and it didn't take all that much time, like significantly less time than I would have thought. So I end up kicking myself. Why didn't I do this? It didn't take me the four hours that I thought it really only took me 90 minutes. So, mm-hmm. and I, I would encourage you to do your project and set your timer oh, yeah. on it and just see how long it really takes. See now at work, I kind of, that's the worst thing. And I learned this in school. Procrastination is learned in, in high school. For every, okay. every person who's been to high school knows, except maybe a few people who who are, are better than than that, which, oh, my God. Well, I you know, I have every excuse in the book. But I know I have friends that I went to high school with who the 20-page the, the term paper was due the the next day, right? And they were up, you know. Oh for, yeah, you're doing it in the eleventh hour. In the eleventh hour, and, yeah. And you're like, well, okay. <laughs> and then you get it back, and it has a big fat D on it, and you're like, but I put all of that effort into it. Oh, yeah, well, <laughs> whatever. If you just spread that eleven hours of time over three <sighs> weeks or whatever, your paper probably would have been fine and come back with a better grade, right? Oh my god, I yeah. Well, you know what? I, I mean realistically they you have enough time there's really no excuse I, I mean i could tell you though in high school even when it was big projects i would go out i'd go drive out to cal poly to the library out there i'd go to the claremont colleges to their library yes i love going to their library to work on um papers yeah oh yeah i mean we uh, growing up in southern california is specifically in that inland empire area the resources that kids have had i don't know if they still do can get in but the resources that they've had from a collegiate level was outstanding. Of course, oh, definitely, yes. Of course, we didn't have the internet back in those days. Right. You know, we didn't you, have the all-knowing Wikipedia. <laughs> that's right. You, you actually had to go in and you had to go grab those reel-to-reel microfiche things. They had both the cards, but they also had... And the uh, microfiche. Uh, right. The film. They had microfilm and microfiche. The fish that's is the plate. Now. That's what makes us right. way too old. Yes. Yeah. So I remember that was uh, weird because you'd go get like a, a Time magazine and it was on microfilm and you'd hit the button and, and then you hit the Yeah, big, you have to go through everything. Yeah, and then you'd want a so copy of it and it was like 25 You're procrastinating cents. talking about our topic by, t- by, by diverting us into library doing decimal talk. That's true. <laughs> no, that, that's just bird walking the time. So here's my question for you then, okay? Mm-hmm. So how much time is procrastination costing you? Like you think you're saving time because you're not doing that four-hour project right now, and you got other stuff to do. Oh, it ain't but, saving me anything, nothing at all. Oh, see, you're wrong. You're so wrong. Really? Yes, I, because if you had that stuff done already, yeah, and handled those papers even one year at a time, you wouldn't have two years worth to go. Oh no, I mean, I, you're, so you're, you'd only be a. Uh, no, I agree with you. I, I shouldn't procrastinate. Oh, I thought you were disagreeing with me. No, okay, well, no, not at all. all right. Not at all. 
I, I agree that, that I should get her done. Get that, her done. And, and when I'm at work, I get it done. That's the irony is that when projects come up, I try to get them done as quick as possible. Because uh, that way you oh. can that way you can sit and hang out and drink coffee and you know shoot the breeze. Because <laughs> if you have right, because if you have projects to do, then you got and projects you ever to notice, do. And do you ever notice that when you don't do the project that you're supposed to do, that um, that you think, oh, I'm not going to do that now because I don't want to, and it's going to put me in a bad mood or whatever. Then whatever it is that you do instead, you don't really enjoy it because the back of your mind is still lingering on the fact that you didn't do what you were supposed to do. Do you have that? Kind of procrastinator's guilt thing. Mm, no, but I I have enough. I keep I keep a list of stuff I have to do, and so I'm always constantly looking at the list. I in, in my office I have a whiteboard with my list of items that have to be done, and then of course I have a notebook, and I really try to keep track of it because we have to go to meetings and then talk about what we did. So we're constantly status, status, status. So you don't really get a chance to. Overly procrastinate. Now you can put things off, but you know, for work, huh? right? For yeah. work, you're saying, yeah, yeah, yeah. But for life, yeah. All right. Well, I just know that for me, my I feel like my work and my life is so blended because my home is my office mm-hmm. when I'm not in my car driving around. So I feel like there's really no definitive five o'clock for me when I stop working and start transitioning into home life because it's always here. And, of course, with my smartphone, it's always attached to my hip, too, mm-hmm. which, not that I get involved in too much work stuff that late at night, but there are the occasional email or things and that. So work it feels to me like whatever. Yes. Oh, yeah. And that's the problem. Everybody else I work with works from home, too. So they all, you know, if you have things to do during the day that aren't, you get you get caught up on the easier things at night. It just is what it is. Mm-hmm. So it feels like if I don't. Whatever the pile is, be it work or home related, it's all the same to me because it all happens from the same nerve center. You know what I mean? From this desk in my office there. So I've decided over the last, I don't know, I think two weeks ago I decided I was going to stop procrastinating and I finally got around to it this week. (laughs) And I feel, and I accomplished some big things that I did not um, expect to get accomplished. And I feel just like an anvil has been lifted off of me because I got this stuff done. Really? So, anyway, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, what did you get? <laughs> what did you get accomplished? <laughs> I did. I had to make this giant catalog of all my stuff. I had to organize. I have. I probably had two years worth of files and uh-huh. old emails and cell sheets and all this stuff to organize. My garage is a constant bane to my existence of keeping organized, and I'm always putting off straightening it up. So I've gotten a bunch of things done that needed to happen so that I can. Now go to something and find it quickly so I won't not go to that file cabinet because it's really not in order anyway and I wouldn't find what I was really looking for very easily so I just don't even bother. So it just made my life a little easier and I think I think it's, it's we all do ourselves such a disservice when we don't just get stuff done. Mm-hmm. That's just Well, cool. I, I agree. I agree. And I need to, I, if you saw my room right now, it's uh, my office is... Just and it's weird. I just go get the the mail, and all of a sudden it piles up. And usually it's the junk mail that piles up the most because I look at it. And I go, oh well, I'm not even going to bother with that. And then before you know it, I've got you know three thousand pieces of mail that really it, it's like my email, right? Yep, my email right? is a perfect example 
of it isn't so much procrastination as much as it is re- a realization that it just doesn't matter. Right. And I go, well, but then you have you have it there, but it's there and you have to deal with it because it's in your face. Mm-hmm. But like with the email, it's like, well, why why bother wasting my life erasing crappy emails? But then you kind of go, well, so that way it's not affecting my real emails that I need to deal with. So the only thing left is the... Right, because inbox, yeah, you don't want to play with it at all because it's overwhelming. Yeah. And, and at my work, I've, I've gone to... I have my, my away message or my, my status message now. It says, my my goal is inbox zero. I like that. My goal is inbox zero because I want to have zero in uh, emails in my inbox. I want them in and out. Done. And do you live by that, obviously, the rule of thumb, no pun intended, about oh. your stitches, uh, that... <laughs> Like you said, you have junk mail. You should sort your mail in front of the trash can. So immediately uh, it's junk. It goes right in the trash. I, I've been working on that. In fact, I'm going to clear off my desk <laughs> today. Just, uh, I'm working on it. The procrastinator's on, motto. I'm working on it. <laughs> I'll get to it. All right. I know. <laughs> all right. Well, well, all right. Enough about that then. Yeah. Man, leave me alone. No. <laughs> no, get to it. Got to crack the whip. Get Done. Because I'm telling you, when it's done, you feel so much better. Yeah. Yeah. No, it is. Yeah. It's, it's good. <laughs> wow. So, I, I okay. So, we talked about procrastination. So, the bottom line is don't do it. Don't do it. <laughs> don't do it. To get it done. Just do it. Don't do it. Don't do it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that, that's it. Procrastination. Don't do it. The, <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> That's funny. Oh, man. And maybe this is going to be our two-topic podcast. Two topics? Yeah. I mean, like, do we have, what else do we have to talk about today? Well, we talked three things so far. Well, not big things, but. Oh, your thumb. That's right. Our three-topic podcast. Dang it. I'm sorry. Well, you know what? I think we're going to label this one uh, our top for number three. Procrastination. Don't do it. Don't do it. Anyways, I think we better wrap it up here. So all this fun has to end. I know, but uh, it'll be good. Uh, good podcast today. So uh, we talked about talked about my thumb. <laughs> Your hitchhiking days are over for a while. I know. We talked about the debt ceiling. <laughs> and I'm tired of talking about that. We talked. I'd rather talk about Anthony's wiener than the debt ceiling. I know. <laughs> bring, bring, bring back Anthony. Huh? At least when Anthony's wiener was thing, we didn't all have to argue with it. I know. We, we got to hear Barbara Walters compliment it. Right. <laughs> and, then, um, and then we procrastinated to talk about procrastination, which was always fun. We finally got that done. I know. <laughs> so we're not procrastinating anymore. Right. All right. Well, for TJ Talks, I'm Judd. And I'm Teresa. And we will talk to you later. Talk to you later.
Procrastination, don't do it. <laughs>